Hello, my name is Ben Jenkins and welcome to another episode of the New Grad Radio podcast. The podcast following the experiences of a new graduate nurse starting into the intensive care unit. So the last episode I just put out was talking about, I guess in general, my reflection of my time over the last three months. And I guess the takeaway point of it was that you've just got a constant flood of new information coming at you all day, every day. And at the beginning, it feels like it's, it's just overwhelming and it's just a lot of information. Um, but then over the last three months, you know, the rate of new information being taken on isn't slowing down. It, if anything, it's just speeding up more and more. But just learning within myself how I, that I am able to cope um, with this constant onslaught and it just becomes the new norm. Uh, and within this episode, I'm wanting to talk about more specifically my experiences with mechanical ventilation i've made an episode probably a few weeks ago now talking about i think it was my time of my first experiences of the mechanical ventilator of like the ventilator uh, compared to the 10 week mark Um, and so i guess this is an opportunity talking about more specifically like an education day we had the other day and putting it into context with a patient that i had last night so we had an education day a few days ago now where all the graduates came together uh, and it was a full day of just education. It was fantastic. Like I love theory and I love being able to put my experiences uh, from what I've had with my patients now into, into context of, I guess this is the theory of it again and it's been married up really well. I guess when I, I just really wanted to talk about, you know, the first first few weeks uh, were, were tough because there was no patient base, I guess you'd say, for me to draw experiences from, um, especially not coming from having any experiences or placements as a student nurse within the ICU. Everything was just so foreign. Um, so I'm try- you know, I was really trying to learn you know, the ventilator and the settings of it and it all just seems very abstract <laughs> when you first start. Um, you've got all these different buttons. So you've got, you know, of course, you've got respiratory rate. You've got tidal volumes that you can set. So I guess that's the, that's the really, you know, that was the easier part to understand. But, and you've also got mo- different modes which do all of the work for your patient. And you've got other ones where, you know, the patient's doing the majority of the work. I guess that's the easiest way of saying it so far, but then you start really breaking it down into really nitty gritty parts of like the buttons that you can set and the settings that you can start playing around with. You've got settings which the ventilator can detect, you know, with more sensitivity when they're taking a breath. So you've got patients with spinal injuries that I've taken care of where, you know, they're not able to take deep breaths in for themselves they can only move little tiny you can only move a little amount of air when you breathe in each breath so you can set it so with the little tiny breath that they do take it's able to trigger the ventilator to say oh they've taken a breath now let's deliver a breath to that patient Um, or then you can have the other side of it where you can make it harder for them to breathe so the patient i had last night was breathing at a rate of 55 you know they were very very septic patient um, so you, you obviously you don't want to breathe at a rate of 55 <laughs> that's a bit excessive so it's just that at the setting that is sort of like the normal setting you don't really play around with this button too often 
Um, but we needed to make it a bit harder for this person to breathe because he, he's just exhausting himself trying to keep breathing at that rate. So the doctor came in and started playing around with this, what they call V-sense. So they end up making it harder for the ventilator to sense that he's taking a breath. Um, and that actually, it slowed down his rate and actually it did, did the charm really well. Um, with all of these blood gases that we kept looking at and all of his vitals and obs, it was actually doing really well. So that was one of those cases where, you know, for the first three months, I've had that button pretty much stable at a particular setting. So it's center three liters. Um, and that, that has just been a constant for most of my patients. Uh, but it's not until now where I've had, you know, week after week of caring for patients who are you know, a lot of ventilated patients who have got, you know, tracheostomies or endotracheal tubes and you start having more exposure to patients on ventilators and you start to learn that that's the normal setting for, you know, for the different modes that we're on. But then you get this type of patient that I had last night where it's a bit abnormal uh, and then you're forced to start using these different buttons and then it starts to make a lot more sense because then you can see in the moment how it's working for the patient. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that right at the beginning, when you're trying to take on all of this new information, a lot of it can seem very abstract and it just doesn't, for me, it just didn't click straight away. Like I knew the, the basics that, you know, uh, SIMV volume control is a type of ventilation that you are going to be setting the respiratory rate and the tidal volumes and you're measuring the pressures that are within the patient as like a variable or then you've got sp spontaneous mode of ventilation where you know you don't set the respiratory rate or the tidal volumes it's the patient is determining that and then you start looking at you know like you know, the tidal volumes of, and the rate of what they're breathing at. And, but you can control how easy you can, you can start increasing things such as positive end expiratory pressure, so PEEP or pressure support. And then you start breaking down, you know, what does that actually mean? A lot of that, we learn that sort of stuff at uni, but it's not until you start putting it into practice that it starts making a lot more sense. Um, so I'm learning this sort of stuff at the beginning and just learning the big concepts at the start. But then, you know, as time goes on, you know, I was starting to see, you know, week after week, I kept asking more questions and more questions. And it's not now, not, it's not until now where I've had, especially in the last week, I've started to care for patients who are at the really next level of acuity. They're very sick patients coming into the unit at the moment. Um, and then you get these cases where they're sicker uh, and then you're forced to play around with the settings and then it starts making a bit more sense because you're forced to use it. So, And that was also great having this education day the other day where we've had you know, a few you know, guest speakers sort of come in, I guess you'd say, and, and start breaking it down even more. And I found it just made so much more sense at the three-month mark now because I've had all of these patients that I've, I've cared for and now that I'm sort of listening to it to a second time, I've got all of this exposure now that it was able to click. And as soon as I had that education day the other day, so many more things just started to make more sense. Um, so I guess that's, I guess that's a takeaway from, from today's episode. I know it wasn't really a, a big or long one today and didn't talk a lot about the ventilator specifically. Um, but I guess in, as like a big concept of today's episode, it's going to be that, you know, at the beginning it's, 
it can it can seem hard. I guess it's sort of like this is sort of like the last episode in a way, but with the ventilator more specifically, it's um it can seem hard because it's so different and so many different types of modes and settings and all this sort of stuff can seem very abstract. But as time goes on, I just know now reflecting at the three month mark, it is starting to make a lot more sense. Um, and then there's also different types of patients that I'm about to start caring for that are, you know, more on the, on, you know, very more sick than what I'm caring for even now. Uh, where I know and what I've been looking at other nurses playing around with their ventilator settings, I know I'm about to start playing with it even more. So I'm so excited to, to keep doing that as well and keep learning. So um, I guess I don't, don't even want to keep talking more about the ventilator settings specifically because unless you're working in ICU, um, a lot of it just won't make any sense. Oh, and if it does, it's awesome. But you just I've found that I've just had to keep using it every single day um, for it to keep sticking in the brain and to keep getting better and better. Um, but yeah, I guess that's sort of like a good takeaway from, from today, I guess. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'll keep over the next week. I'm really going to be keep grinding hard to, to keep working towards my CPAP, which is going to be at a week's time. Uh, and I can't wait to talk to you about that experience as well. So I'll talk to you soon.